morning. Good after morning. Good morning. Good after morning. Wow. Dude, Craig's a fucking gangster. Yeah, I kind of spooked. <laughs> Half spooked. But here we are. It's finally happening. The great camping uh, recap episode. I am Taylor Morgan, and I am joined by my two good buddies today, Mr. Hunter and Kyle. Hello. How are you, how you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. I'm you doing know what, great. boys? We are live from the Beats by Dr. Dre Super Zoot Blunt Lab and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre. This is volume four, the greatest of all the volumes, if you ask, uh, if you ask anybody in the know. I personally have never laid eyes on it, and I'm not laying eyes on it now, but yeah. I, uh, I'm happy to be gracing its presence, even if remotely. It is remotely. We're in we're in COVID times right now. Flashback, it's twenty twenty. You just woke up. The world's on fire. Joe Budden's in office and he just said that vaccines are um badass. Listen here, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you guys doing? Is your uh is your fourth of July been been good? Or I guess the Weekend of getting there, getting there. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done much anything besides work, man. Yeah, that's working, kind of an, getting a little break. Know. Although, in good news, I entered a raffle drawing uh, for this kid's baseball team, and I won five hundred dollars worth of beef. Ooh, so, damn, I, I sort of cut some beef. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit of everything. That's poggers, actually. Yeah, I had to... for a local baseball team. Look at you serving your community. I know. Bought one ticket. Damn. <laughs> Distilled luck. That's all you need to win. For real. I'll joke to that, bro. Joke to that, joke to that right now. We had a really good conversation pre-podcast about the the fine the fine etiquette of joking and how to do it. I think I'm pretty excited. Yes. This informational <laughs> bit on joking sponsored by Hypernut Cum Supplement. Start coming like a man. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Crowd sponsors. <laughs> uh, speaking of, come on now. That was probably one of my favorite things about the trip. <laughs> the, the, oh, the constant come on. Use. Come on now. <laughs> come on. Oh, yeah. Forgot about oh, yeah. those. Anytime anything goes good, it's, you just got to let out a good, come on. Come on. You hear you hear somebody spitting facts? Come on. I, I Half of me thought that you and ZK were pulling my leg the whole time until we're sitting sitting in the, the Brahms and I hear a completely unprompted Yo. affirmational, come on, <laughs> from a, a complete stranger. <laughs> I mean, they're they're out there, bro. Like they're for because I just started randomly saying it, and I didn't even really like. I knew I was saying it for a reason, 
but you know after it's just me saying it for like weeks on end you know i start to kind of think oh maybe this is just something that i'm doing but then i went to a turnpike troubadours concert and heard like 15 like organic commands from <laughs> from some good old boys in the crowd and i was like oh yeah yeah that's why i'm doing it yeah oh yeah i'm bred for this yeah it's in my blood it's a thing But now to get into the, the camping, we went to, what the fuck was that place even called? It was like the Worcestershire National Park or something in southern Oklahoma. Yeah, it was just outside of Worcester Lake, Eastern Oklahoma. Probably in the middle of trees. This cat, you know, the, <laughs> not to derail this, but I put this cat in the other room, shut the door completely. And now it's sitting right here. Come on. Like, <laughs> Did you just dig a hole? <laughs> Come on. I don't know if I like that, but okay. You need to be quiet, you little bastard. Got a new cat, and literally all it does is just fucking meow at me. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. Like, it's really cute, and I like the cat, but it does piss me off to just having to listen to just... Just all the time. Uh, how old is it? It's like, I honestly don't even know how many weeks old it is, but it's like just beyond like tit sucking age. Like it's a pretty young okay. cat. So like, it's like six or seven, maybe five, six, yeah. seven, somewhere around there. Yeah. Maybe I'll grow out of it. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm hoping. And like, does it, does it like Grigio? Uh, it likes Grigio more than Grigio likes it. Like, she has just recently, like, today is the first day that, like, I've seen her, like, sniff the cat and, like, not immediately just hiss at it and, like, try to hit it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been on site for her for, like, the past, like, four or five days since I got it. You got to stand on business. You got to let the newcomer know whose house it is. For real. I just keep telling them no brother war. Taped together strong. We can't keep fighting like this. No! <laughs> but speaking of ape shit, we went down to the Wooster. Is that what it was? The Wooster. Wister. Oh, yeah. yeah Wister. Yeah. And that's in. What town is that technically in? Because it's not Poto, but it's near Poto. Uh, I think it was technically in Heavener. Oklahoma. Mm. I'm still kind of bummed we didn't get to go check out that, uh, not the Runestone, but like the Oh, Rune, Runestone State Park right there? Oh, that, that mountain Hunto was talking about. Yeah. Well, uh, or the Spyro Mounds. Mm. Remember Too we went down yeah. there. Like, we went down there on a Friday to go camp, and it was me, these two fine gents, and Mr. Zayden Kirby, and we loaded up and went down there, and, like, the day we're going down there, there's just constant, like, rain warnings, and it started raining on us, like, on the way down, and, like, not just raining, but, like, piss pouring. (laughs) Flood. Like, it was a really discouraging amount of rain, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) It, It definitely was. We're trying to not let it show. Apprehension yeah. was the, the vibe of the first leg of the trip, for sure. Yeah. 
But then, like, it broke. We got to where we were gonna start walking down and everything. And basically what we did is we just picked, like, Hunter literally laid out, like, all these different maps and everything and had, uh, we kind of had a spot somewhat picked out, like an area, but then we were gonna, you know, go and check it out that day and luckily we got enough break in the rain to like actually get down in there and and kind of hike to our spot without getting immediately pissed on yeah but the lords gave us a break by giving us enough time to hike in and set up camp yeah no we were actually really clutch with that timing because <laughs> what was oh. it it was like maybe an hour 45 minutes after we like Kind of, and maybe it wasn't even that long after we like got set up that it did start like just pissing on us like aggressively. Yeah, we, we were still not... gathering supplies. It was the the yeah. was formed, but it wasn't supplied. Yeah. yeah, we we had just got camp set up, and I don't even know if we'd built the rack to like get our clothes and stuff off the ground yet. Mm-mm. No, I. I think Zayden has a video of it, and I took a video, but it's not very good, kind of showing what was going on, but we had that tarp over the top of our, you know, Hunter had that, like, 15 by, like, 30 tarp, or whatever the fuck that was, like, that giant tarp, and we had that as a roof, and that was pouring water, like, directly behind where your guys' tent was, underneath the tarp, so, yeah, when the monsoon hit, it like ripped part of the corner of the tarp that we had like tied to the tree, and I was repairing that. And then I just look over my shoulder and I see both you guys shirtless, <laughs> just smacking the ground hard as fuck with like rocks and sticks, digging that trench. Yeah, we had to create an emergency relief channel so we did not flood our tent. So we were out there digging and digging hard. I mean, Hunter was on receptacle, though. receptacle dish. And I was digging a drainage trench. <laughs> Receptacle dish and drainage oh, yeah. trench. <laughs> yeah, landing pond type of deal, building up a berm. Come on. What are you Come talking on. about? <laughs> well, but it worked. And then I was pretty tired after that. But then I was blessed by just that downpour of water coming off the tarp in a perfect V, just fresh as you oh, can get. And I'll, I just gulping it down. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The because uh, I put my cup down like after all that happened. So like the <laughs> there was water like in the trees still. So I put my cup like where that water was filtering off. And then every now and then we'd like shake a tree or something. And be like, oh, I gotta get me a fucking drink. <laughs> Time to sip on this. <laughs> the, the... I'm glad you had some of that because the water the water scenario was not ideal. Oh hell no! Like we. I mean, we brought enough water. We just didn't actually bring all the water we had because, like, we still had that four-gallon, like, turbo tank that Hunter had, but we didn't... My truck wasn't making it any further. It wasn't. I'm glad I did not push it further than I did. Yeah, it was probably better to play it safe. And, like, it wasn't even that bad of a hike, to be honest. No. It it seemed a, a little spooky going in, but after getting there and coming back, it wasn't a bad hike by any means. Uh-uh. Just gotta watch out for them mud puddles, don't you, Cal? Facts. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Slipped maybe. How long had we been hiking down that? 15, 25 minutes, maybe? Yeah. Not, probably yeah. not even that long. I'm immediately soaked my bum. 
ever in my sock, but as a veteran sock wetter, I think I brought eight pairs of socks for a two day trip. Yeah, you were definitely way more prepared as far as that goes. Because I had two pairs of socks, I think, and then I burnt one of those (laughs) (laughs) to dry them out. (laughs) I burnt my shoes and my socks, bro. Oh man, I forgot about the shoes. Yeah, I'm a moron and left my. I have like waterproof like hiking boots, and I left them at my mom's house like as I was getting stuff to come to meet y'all, and all I had was my fucking. They're not even relatively new, so like there's no tread on the bottom, and they're just Adidas NMDs. <laughs> that was fucking roughing it in, walking through creeks and shit. I guess I'll let the people know, like, kind of the whole premise of the trip was uh, to go in and take supplies as far as, like, living and campsite supplies, but don't bring any food and just kind of fend off for our own food for a few days and have some fun. And I feel like we did well enough. I don't think I ever starved that hard. No. Like, it it was pretty, um, it was pretty easy going as far as the whole fasting situation went like it you know obviously we were all hungry and like i think we were just hungry enough to appreciate when we actually did catch those fish yeah that we were like fuck yeah we caught some fish (laughs) like (laughs) like we actually get to eat something because i feel like if we would have caught them like that evening like that first night like you know you're still you know digesting breakfast and everything like you're not like your body isn't like Hey, you need to eat, you know, like you're mm-hmm. hungry, but it's not. We need caloric energy. Yeah, Please it's not eat the fish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we went down and we got our campsite and, you know, braved the rain and everything. And basically, our only food option was to fish. Like we foraged a little bit. There was a shitload of mushrooms down there, but we didn't really, we didn't eat any of them. Like, probably no. for the better. Yeah, there there were lots of mushrooms. If we would have known our shit, then we probably could have ate some of them. But yeah, I can't risk it for the biscuit there. Yeah, no, the, not, not on a two day trip. Like the briar sprouts were divine, a, yeah. a boon from God. Bro, I'm not lying. Like I have, like obviously in Oklahoma, and you guys probably know the same thing. Like those briars are fucking everywhere. And oh, I yeah. never, ever knew that you could eat those sprouts like that. Yeah, I mean, that may have been the most I've ever eaten at, like, once, but I've eaten them for years, and it's never upset my stomach or anything, so I was wondering if eating a lot would do anything, but no, it was completely fine. To me, it kind of mm-hmm. tasted like something between, like, broccoli and asparagus. Yeah. Um, I love them. I thought it was one of the better plant-slash-vegetables I'd ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, like... When that was the only calories we were getting, and you know, the physical act of chewing on something and swallowing it was like pretty nice as well. Like you know, good. not just sucking on rocks and shit while we're down there. <laughs> <laughs> those, those two fish did not come easy though. Not even a little bit. No, I don't even remember how we caught them all. It there... was it was the stink bait. Yeah, I know it was. Well, well oh, what was that frog's name? 
shit. Yo. I forgot about the frog. I he forgot his name. It was Squilliam, bro. Oh, it was Squilliam. Oh. Man, I found sitting there fishing. I'm watching Kyle trying to fly fish on this creek that there's almost no spots to fish on it, and there's trees everywhere. And in retrospect, it was kind of a shit place to go, but we made it work. But anyways, yeah. I'm looking at Kyle trying to fly fish, whipping this thing back and forth as hard as you can. It's been like 10, 15 seconds getting it going, and then you see you get ready to cast it, get stuck in a tree. <laughs> I, I watched that one many a times. I think I did that for six hours. It uh, felt we, like forever. We did a, a lot. But this frog comes up to me, and I'm like, dude, we ain't caught nothing. I said, I love you, and you're a great guy. I said, but you need to get the fuck out of here before you turn into bait. For real. And, and, I, and I gave him a chance to go, and he just would not listen. He just stood <laughs> right there looking at me like he wanted to do it. I said, Squilliam, I said, Squilliam, you son of a bitch, you, you, like, you have to go or you're going to be bait. I, I won't be able to stop myself. And anyways, he talked me into it. He, he took one for the team, so I hooked him up and threw him out there. And, and he did the Lord's work. I said, Squilliam, you better fucking get out there and work. You better not be no deadbeat piece of shit. Floating in the water. Get yep. some kick action out there. Look tasty. <laughs> And he did it. I think we set him out on a line and went back to camp for a bit, came back, and Squilliam had got us one. He yeah, made the that journey. Was, that was he intense. made the journey from the first spot all the way to the back towards camp spot. Because yeah, we you, like, carried made it, it a pretty long fist. way. <laughs> <laughs> or no you, no, you had it in your tackle box. He was hooked. He was still through, I thought he was still through the gut. Oh, I... I remember having him in the tackle box at some point. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> He just had him loaded up, ready to go. Right through his guts. <laughs> I mean, it fucking worked out, boys. We caught how many? I think it was three fish total, right? Yeah, like we three, caught two, catfish. maybe like, yeah, maybe like two pound channel cats, and then one likely not even a pound channel cat. Yeah. Maybe like even less than half a pound, but one little tiny thing, but it was enough food to get some flavor in us. For real, like everybody got like a couple fillets, or no, everybody got a fillet, and then like there was a bunch of just bits and pieces because we cooked what we could, like on sticks over the fire, <laughs> and uh, the rest we boiled. And Hunter and I oh. sat there over that fucking, <laughs> fucking fishbone soup, boiled fish. <laughs> Did y'all even try it? Looking. Oh, Brad, oh, we were eating we the ate fuck it, out of it, dude. I must have been laying back at that point because I ate my little pieces and I was like, those boys aren't eating that soup. Oh, yeah. I ate quite a bit of it. Yeah, we each pulled up a giant sitting stone to fucking sit on and we squatted over that pot and fucking just picked the meat off bones for like a good 10, 15 minutes. It was a pretty good time. You animals? Yeah. It, it, it tasted fine, but I don't know. The more of it I ate, the more I said... It's kind of nasty, but I mean, it's kind of good, but I don't know. It was a questionable experience, that fishbone soup. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but since then, I actually have thrown salt and pepper in my camping bag. Yeah. So I've got that on lock now. So like a little bit of salt on some of that fish or in that soup would have went a long ways. 
I bet so. Some King of all spice. <laughs> and then we spent a lot of our time just fishing and kind of walking around. And um, that second day, we started the morning kind of fishing pretty early, honestly. Like, I don't know what time I woke up that next morning, but it was like... I think it was around sunup. Yeah, it was like probably 6, 6.30 when I like finally woke up and then I started building on a fire. And that first fire, because that first night we made the little fire in the fucking pan... Warm ground fire. At that giant, at that giant frying pan, and we literally only used it to make fires in, because <laughs> the ground was all wet and shit. But that that little fire went hard in the, because uh, we had you know the big tarp over our head, and then we had the tarp for a wall, and that's where Zayden and I's hammocks were, and then your guys' tent was kind of off to the side. So like whenever I made that fire in there the first night to kind of just dry everything out because we were literally just all soaked. Like, <laughs> just that cold, wet, tasty skin. Just, just not good. No, first night wasn't too bad for me, but the second night I got cold. I did not think I'd get cold in the middle of summer, but yeah, I, I got chilly. That's when I, I, I needed to add a sleeping cold. bag. I don't because you were missing me, bud. That that was was true. You guys, you guys were cuddled up that first night. It was probably yeah. nice and nice and temperate in that tent. Maybe even a little steamy. Yeah, <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> you could call it steamy. Yo, so what the fuck is a vestibule, bro? You, you guys can't fucking <laughs> say <in> vestibule. <laughs> okay, so the vestibule is the part of the tent, like on the rain cover that sticks out further away from the regular doors so it kind of creates like a a lean to area that like we would put our bags and shoes under mm. and stuff. Okay. I think it's a general like term as well like with houses don't houses have vestibules or something or is it just a is it describing a space attached to something that isn't open? Uh, I open? just heard it in a YouTube video when I was looking at things. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about it. <laughs> You guys just kept saying it over and over, and it was cracking me up because, like, I knew what you were talking about, but just the word vestibule—it was killing me. That is an interesting word. <laughs> so then, a good place to keep the packs. So then we finally got like a good fire pit going. That hunter fell in like <laughs> six <laughs> times. <laughs> like, watch out! There's a hole. I'm, I'm falling it every time I left. Under the tarp. <laughs> but once we got that going, then we can run the, the camp coffee. And I'm not going to lie, the camp mm. coffee might have saved my life on that <laughs> journey. Like, that was essential. Camp coffee was a huge morale booster. I will say that. It was good. For real. It was I don't just even really... like coffee. But it was tasty. <laughs> it was tasty, bitter. Just drinking black, smoky flavored coffee. Had a little grit in it. It's good for you. A lot of grit. Yeah, yeah. a lot of grit. I've been actually using that uh, that coffee pot that I brought down there, like exclusively to make coffee, like the, for like the last three or four weeks. Just <laughs> so far, yeah. 
Yeah, because my girlfriend took my fucking, uh, we had like a ninja coffee pot or coffee maker that was like kind of badass and it would like make iced coffee and, you know, have all these settings and things like that on it. That 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 walked out the door. So <laughs> I've, been, I've been making. I've actually been making pour over coffee like Hunter did, where uh, you like you boiled oh, the water yeah. in your little um, like camp stove thing and then dumped it over. That's what I've been doing. The jet stove, the Elon stove. Yo, the Elon stove went hard. I might need to get that, me one of those. That thing was throwing flame. Yeah, they. The one I had was just like a regular burner. And just the regular pot, but they make one called Jet Boil that's supposed to boil water in like one minute. That's uh, insane. It didn't take this very long, though. It wasn't too bad. I was happy with the performance. Yeah. No, we it was it was so random. Like whenever we started planning this camping trip, because like I don't even remember how, but I started talking to Kyle, and camping came up. Somehow, like I was like, that was when I was buying all that camping gear. And I think Kyle just mentioned that Hunter had also been doing stuff or maybe Hunter, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we got into that, but then I hit up Hunter and started talking to him about it. We talked on the phone and then you had been buying a bunch of camping shit, like all at the same time. So like we were both like kind of geared up to do that. And uh, that was actually really convenient because I feel like between the gear you had and the gear I had, we were able to pull it off like pretty, pretty damn easily. Yeah, we stayed pretty comfortable. I think we had most of the gear we need to even do quite a while longer trip. Yeah, I mean, with all the fish supplies, your folding saw. Yeah, Um, saw. I gotta get one of those. That was nice. Yeah, it's. um, I think the brand is Gumboy. And it's, like, made for pruning, like, trees and shit, you know, like, cutting small branches. But whenever I was looking into, you know, bushcraft or, like, survival saws, that was a really highly rated one. And I was really impressed with it. Like, the little bastard did not fuck around. Mm-hmm. Once you got a good clip to her, and mm-hmm. once you said it's a pull saw, not a push saw, I think I could have taken down some pretty thick trees. Yeah. I mean, we fell two or three, like... You know, maybe five inch diameter. I think that one we cut maybe was like six or seven inches diameter at the base. So like that's a pretty good sized pole that you can cut down with it. So I was um I was pretty hyped that, that worked out for me. A lot the of trees. Part of it was uh was was probably my favorite. <laughs> it was just making not much else to do. No. Like, literally, like, just sitting there starving. Like, that day that you guys, I think it was the second day, we kind of split up at one point, and, like, Zayden and I went to one side fishing, and you guys went to the other side, and that's when you found Squilliam and all that shit. But Zayden and I just came back, and we were kind of just waiting to link up with you guys, and it was, like, midday. And I started just, like, that's when I made that, uh, shit, I don't even know what you'd call it, like, that little thing to hang the coffee pot off of like over the fire so like I put that together and then I started making my my caveman weapons <laughs> most practical use of energy and supplies straight <laughs> up dude tying rocks the first, to sticks the first square rock on stick this ain't enough stick 
the second square rock on stick. Now that was a stick. Yeah. No, that was a fucking beater, bro. Somebody with that shit. You could probably kill somebody with one hit of that. One yeah. well placed hit. That's about all you'll get out of that anyway. Yeah, dead ass. <laughs> I hit that tree one good time and it it basically exploded, so you know, not the most durable thing in the world, but if you get your sneak up, it would probably be pretty good. Well, it would do it to it for sure. Then I, I honestly thought we were going to get a spear, uh, like spear fish somewhere, because Kyle seems to be the one that's very good with primitive tools for some reason. Something that you would say is impossible. And it seems like Kyle can do those things. So I've been seeing fish on the bank, and I really thought we were going to spear one, but. Yeah. Surprisingly, y'all no even luck. got in. Y'all even got waist deep with that Hawaiian wrist rocket spear teamwork, bro. Oh yeah. Dude, honestly, I was so disappointed when we got down there and like it was all just chocolate water. I was like, God damn it. River. The only condition that you can't use that Hawaiian sling is is if you can't see in the water. <laughs> so that was a little because I was I was excited as fuck to try and use that and get some shit. Like I just knew for a fact that I was gonna be able to get a fish with that thing. Like like in my heart of hearts. I was like, I'm gonna like if everything else fails, like this thing got me. The Hawaiian sling, it's got me. I will provide. Yeah. I thought I was gonna be the alpha. <laughs> I could spit like thirty minutes sharpening it. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah. wrong. laughs> But now, like Hunter, if you hadn't have brought any of your fishing shit, or if you had brought like half your fishing shit, I don't think we would have had a good time. Yeah, I probably got a little hungrier. Yeah, Sting bait and squillion. I don't know what we would have done without them. Without the boys. And then it kind of seemed like we cracked the code for catching fish there because we caught the one off squillion. We were like, hell yeah, party! And well, actually, that first night we were there, uh, we casted that out with stink bait on that catfish rod, and that was when um, Zayden was reeling that fish in, and it ended up popping off before we got it on the bank. Yeah, but we were able to see it. That was that was a big blue ball. Dude. That put into perspective, like, have you guys watched that show Alone? Yeah, is that like man, like uh, that Les Stroud stuff? Like, there's a dude out there. Well, what they would do is it was like a survival competition and they would take 10 people and put them like 10 miles apart in this, like, you know, and usually in like British Columbia or they did it on Labrador Island, like in Northern Canada. And they just dump these people out there with a bunch of recording equipment and they say, okay, record yourself surviving. Last one to quit basically wins. And, um... It's a really, really cool show. It'll really make you want to fucking camp and shit. It's part of the reason why I started getting into camping. It's like I camped all the time when I was a kid, but, you know, going out and even trying to do, like, a halfway primitive camping. Um, you know, like, bringing ice chests and, like, having beer and all that. Like, that's camping and that's fun, but it's not roughing it, you know? We were roughing it. We were definitely roughing it. And... Um, in that show, there's so many different moments where those people would be fishing 
and they, you know, these people are legitimately starving. <laughs> like we're, like we weren't even starving at that point. We had been there for like three hours when we saw that fish jump off. So like, I can imagine being there for twenty plus days, and you lose a giant salmon off your shitty fucking hand line that you're throwing out into <laughs> the lake. Like that would just. Like, you might as well just kill me at that point. Like, that had to fucking suck. Pack yeah. me up. I'm calling the chopper. But then, when you do get a fish, I bet your dick was on hard for, like, the next day and a half after that. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Massive ego boost. Ego. You gotta let out some screams. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we had a little bit less primitive screaming than I thought we would have. Like, on the way down there, like, I was like kind of making jokes, like, we're just going to be reverting to Cro-Magnon and, like, making monkey noises and shit, but, like, didn't do a whole lot of that. There's a couple thrown down river. A couple, a couple are you boys out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is true. We would have to try and locate each other every now and then. Yeah, I, I got to have... A- a primitive moment with myself out there so like we we brought our phones and stuff and had extra battery packs uh just in case we got lost or something but most of the time we didn't have them on us but so it was late night one night uh and we uh we were under the influence of some mushrooms so <laughs> you i was getting to experience everything a little more presently and so i just walked far enough away from camp just myself nothing else on me and the pitch dark and so i couldn't see the campfire anymore and then just turned around i was kind of familiar with the area yeah just looked it was just looked around and said you know what i could be lost right now and so i tried to focus my mind and get myself into the mindset of just pure caveman mode (laughs) and say this is life or death this is survival and then I, I could see something flicker in the distance, so I kind of hunched down and started looking side to side. And it, was a, it was the fire. And I said, oh, shit, there's other people. But what do I do? Do I, do I go up to them? Do I fight them? Do I join them? But I, I did that a couple times just because I like that feeling of being a little spooked <coughs> that I might yeah. be lost in the dark. <laughs> Boys might have to run out of a rescue mission on me. But No, walking, I, walking at night in the woods is fucking different, bro. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Especially when you leave your phone behind. That adds a an extra yeah. little layer to it that says this could be real. Yeah. No, when <laughs> it's just you, like that's some prime like that's gotta be just like a built in, like innate fear that like when you're alone in the dark, away from your tribe <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> like you are on edge. Like whether you know, you can be the baddest motherfucker ever, but I swear to God, you go walking in the woods by yourself, like, to any amount of time, like, away from civilization, you'll you'll get shaken, bro. Like, that is... <laughs> shit starts moving in the dark, and you go... <laughs> <laughs> a squirrel sounds like a warthog in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I think but I heard one second. rustle in the tent, and I just... <laughs> That second night, Zayden and I took that. There was like a cedar branch that we had found, and we had broken it, and like we were burning it in the fire, and it like burned.
chopped in half. So we each grabbed like a half of that stick and like the ends of it were like kind of burnt, like smoldering. And we've started just like waving them around really fast and like the the momentum and like the air moving on it would kind of reignite the flames a little bit. And we were basically like walking Tron people <laughs> just spinning like because it literally just looked like an orange ring because, you know, we're just like yeah. lifting our arm as fast as fucking possible. <laughs> but it would give you like just enough light to walk through the woods. So we did a, a pretty like we basically walked like the perimeter of that. We were on like a peninsula of sorts. Like it wasn't an island, but like three sides were on water. So I guess that's that's a peninsula, right? That was almost like three and a half sides were surrounded by water. Yeah, yeah. We had to kind of cross some fucking gross stagnant water to, <laughs> to get to where we were. <laughs> It was not the best place to be if uh, if a flood came up. No. no. That's true. That was 100% looking... a floodplain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the way the ground looked and, like, everything was pretty soft. Sticks and strewn about. Yeah. yeah. We, we had the line, like, the lines on the trees. We were like, are those lines on the trees? And somebody's like, no, no, no. But I just let it slide. Those are definitely lines on the trees from water level being up that high. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. They were like four or five feet. It was just like four or five feet off the ground on most trees. You could just see the line. Maybe they marked them to chop them down. Yeah. <laughs> we really tree, started looking and it was every, all of them. Every tree in a perfect line as you turn your head. <laughs> now, if that if we were looking for permanent settlement, I don't know if our ancestors would like us to settle there. They, they probably would have said, hey, go up the hill a little bit, bub. Yeah, not the best spot, but we live and we learn. Worked yeah. for us. I mean, it really did. Like it, I think like every the weekend just in general just worked out a little too perfect. Honestly, like it, like there was just enough starving to to make you miss it, and then there was just enough like wet and are we gonna get hit by a tornado to yeah <laughs> to keep you on edge. <laughs> Uh, there was some serious storms and Zayden took a screen recording of a couple of times where the storms like just literally broke around us. Like <laughs> like you can't make felt, that shit up. It just split. Perfect yeah. hole. Yeah. Because like, we had been oh, watching the forecast like the whole week coming up to that and it wasn't bad and it just kept getting worse and worse. And the yeah. night the night before it was like kinda iffy. We probably weren't gonna hit that bad. But that morning, whenever we left and started to meet up, like it was like all hell's gonna break loose in the forecast. Yeah. yeah. And there was like there was tornado warnings in Poto and Hevener and, and, and some of those areas. Like there was hail. I saw there was hail in one of those towns next to us. Like, like we we avoided so much of that shit and I don't know how. Truly blessed. Zayden kept Real. saying if the if it really came down, he was going to sprint full speed back to the <laughs> truck. And I just I couldn't get that image out of my head of my boy just trucking it through the pitch black. We'd lost him for good. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I did not want him to do that. That's why I said somebody has to go with him, and you got to take a phone and an extra battery bank. For real, like, he was fighting demons that whole time. Oh yeah, that first day <laughs> he was bugging. Because. <laughs> I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but just for context, the dude's been thrown by a tornado before. <laughs> like, literally rode, 
like 50, I think it was like 50 or 60 yards he got tossed in a bathtub with a mattress over it with his dog. <laughs> like in a tornado, completely collapsed the trailer house he was in and threw him. So he doesn't like storms. <laughs> Can't blame him for that. No. No, not really. But he was I mean, he was glued to his phone that entire like first fishing fishing session we had, whenever it was still like iffy of whether or not we're gonna get fucking tornadoed or not. <laughs> Yeah, because the original plan was for the truck to be right there at campsite. But then when we uh, found the road that we had to drive down, the truck wasn't making it. No. Yeah, and so we had to hike like a mile plus in. Decent. A decent chunk. It wasn't until I pulled back out and made it back on the road, I was like, damn, I forgot there's no traction control. No stability track on this bad boy. We yeah. probably would have got a little stuck if we went for Yeah, that would have that would have been terrible because I know you guys probably felt the same way because we all literally woke up at like five a.m. that next morning. Like oh, wake yeah. up, w- woke up might be might be gassing it a little bit. I think we were all just <laughs> just cold and shivering in our respective sleeping areas. Oh, well, yeah. Zayden started making the fire, and I heard him rustling in the hammock outside, so I yeah. hopped out. And I too was cold and started helping build the fire. Yeah. And slowly, you boys, <laughs> when she roared to yeah. life, the warmth yeah. brought you up. Yeah, no, I, I think we it. were up at like four thirty. Yeah, it was well before sunlight. <laughs> Pitch black. <laughs> like by the time morning broke, we had already like pretty much packed up, and like yeah. we were it. ready to roll. I think off, we tried to catch. I mean, it worked out, though, because, like, getting out of there, like, I, f- I feel like we were all pretty ready to to move on. So, like, being able to, you know, get an early start on it and everything, and then, you know, we're not getting home at, like, 5 p.m. We're all getting home at, like, you know, noon, 1 o'clock, somewhere in there. Well, I had so a four-hour drive myself. I, I went pretty far. Yeah. 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 I bet you were feeling pretty damn crusty on that four-hour drive. <laughs> I was feeling great because that Brahms breakfast was immaculate. Come on. <laughs> Come yeah. on, indeed. Even had the chocolate shake the morning. Ooh. Well, the vanilla shake made with the chalky milk. Putting y'all on that real quick. The chocolate milk instead of regular milk on the vanilla shake at Brahms. Oof. 10 out of 10. Yeah, Brahms is fucking undefeated, and that was definitely one of the best bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits I've ever had. I actually had two of them, motherfuckers. Yeah, the Bra- I think Brahms was the right spot to go, because it turns out there's not a fucking breakfast place in any of those towns that are close on the way. Yeah, and what the so, fuck's up with that? Like, where do the old people eat? Like, where I don't have a Jimmy's Brahms. I, I guess so. I mean, there was a good amount of old people in there when we pulled up. Come on. <laughs> but fuck like being able to to get out of there early and then you know get some actual food in your stomach that that definitely felt really good and then Zayden and I hit up a CVS before we <laughs> left civilization and I bought some Pedialyte <laughs> I don't know about you boys but I took a piss while we were out there and it was brown <laughs> it was I was very dehydrated at the end of that little trip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I, I was pretty good. I don't ever think I got too dehydrated, honestly. I was also just hammering coffee that entire time, though. Like, I, y'all I kept drink making so much coffee. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all kept the water kept disappearing in the coffee. So I kept having to just put a little bit in my bottle. Like, let's just save some regular water for the kid. <laughs> I don't want to die out here. Hey, yeah. Hunter and I spent like 30, 45 minutes fucking double filtering all that water for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even it. I, I forgot about that, T Morg. You, you didn't even sip it, Kyle. I took like one sip when you walked it around. That was it. I saw the full bottle. I said, "I'll be good till the morning." So I wasn't too sure like how well the filters worked going in, but afterwards I came out and they're like both rated to like be good and like filter out all like virus and bacteria and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. damn. So I know you. One of y'all was bugging about the water. It might have been you, Kyle. So we told oh, you we double filtered it. We did not double filter. <laughs> That's why I gave it one little sip. I said, "This tastes rivery." <laughs> nah, but it was good though. Yeah, those things worked really well. I need to get one of those. Yeah, I recommend the Sawyer brand. Was that that black one that you had? No, the black one was uh, the Life Straw. Life mm. Straw's not as good. Go for the Sawyer and get a little bigger one than I did. Yeah. Now those. Like the water situation did get alarming at at one point. <laughs> like when Hunter and I were like, "Well, we better um, we better go down and try to get some more water before it gets dark," because we were going into the last night with absolutely nothing. All the boys had dry mouths. Yeah, <laughs> there was no more tarp water, so you could, no. you could get a quick drink off the roof. You had to. <laughs> You had to suck on some dirt or something to get some water. Oh, we had did have some caloric uh, intake. I think we forgot about dinner, dessert, oh, and breakfast. Shit, oh, I, yeah. I, I forgot about that. All my boys, the most delectable of treats, uh, airhead sour belt laced with copious amounts of THC. Yeah, bro. What were those? Were they 100 milligrams a strip? They're flailed. 100 millis a strip, fact. Yeah. <laughs> we were to the dome every time. So we were just highly medicated. Like, we had we had some weed. I brought some shrooms with us, and we had our breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which was, like, a good 50 calories worth of an edible. Yeah. <laughs> you had to walk that fine line. I'm hungry, <laughs> but do I want to eat 150? <laughs> yeah. For real. It was a full sack, and I think I left with. I said, "Boys, as long as half a shell, <laughs> eat the rest." It worked out. It's a good little sugar boost too. I think that was good to to keep us moving. Settled yeah. my stomach first night. Those were good. Back the top of the tent. Hunter <laughs> in the tent said, "Dessert." Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember though one other thing that I ate was the there were big black ants all over the campground. Just fucking swarming, but I remember eating maybe I just ate one of them. But they were not bad at all. <laughs> just a little crunch and we could have eaten a bunch of those ants. I think if we didn't catch fish, I probably would have eaten more of the ants. I'm I probably would have joined you if if it came down to eating ants, I'd I'd eat an ant. Fuck it. I just kept eating strips. <laughs> oh, God. That 
The shroom chocolate. Oh my god, fucking worst thing I've ever had in my life. Like, Disgusting. We're, we're running low on water. You eat the shroom chocolate. You don't know how it's going to taste, but I mean, it's chocolate, right? Fucking tastes like you're eating laundry detergent or something. It was so bad. I threw the rest of those away. I was oh. just like, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right. No, nah, no. Nah, it was like, bad in every right. way. <laughs> I think they done straight up put some laundry detergent in that shit. Because there yeah. was something way wrong, way off. Just a little nibble, my whole fucking mouth coated and nasty. You can't chew it. You just had to swallow it. I just broke it into little pellet pieces. No, the, the shroom chocolate and shrooms definitely did us good, though. And that was most of the reason why I wasn't sleeping that that next night oh yeah second night like i don't know what i thought was gonna happen but i was like you know what i'm just gonna eat a whole bunch of these shrooms and we'll just hang out by the fire all night and then everybody else went to bed i was like yeah i should probably go to bed too hammock just stared at the sky (laughs) for real (laughs) i was having big thoughts that night though Big my brain was huge. <laughs> Where did Jimmy? Dead ass, dude. Honestly, this cat has really chilled the fuck out. It's just laying right here by the mic. It's not fucking yelling anymore. Yeah, I haven't heard it since the very beginning. Yeah, I wonder how the fuck did you get out of that room, you little bastard? <laughs> Podcat, dude. I'm gonna walk in there, and there's gonna be. I mean, the door's just going to be open. Like, that's, I mean, that's how it got out, like, realistically. But how the fuck did you open that door? <laughs> how big's the Maybe just squeeze through. That's a good question, actually, because it is a decent crack. Sometimes the floor ain't level. Holy shit. Did you get your little fucking... Are, are cats like rats? Like, can they just, like, push their fucking face through shit? <laughs> if their head fits, they fit. That's how cats work. That's kind of wild. I wish that's how I worked. Because I got a big <laughs> fucking head, bro. I could go anywhere. <laughs> I think that means you're limited in a way. Okay. Why you gotta put me on blast, Kyle? <laughs> and now, what was your guys' favorite part of the trip? I think mine... The spot that I remember like the most vividly was the late night getting close to my caveman far away from camp with mm. no lifeline. I think yeah. that was the spark, the spot that I was most in the moment in like life. Although another spot that I really remember, which I didn't note on, but I went out one day to check the fishing line we had set out with stink bait mm-hmm. and uh, all, all the rest of you were staying at camp. I was just going to go check it real quick. Come back. Anyways, I get out there game wardens are driving right by in a boat uh, mind you i'm stripped up we've been smoking i'm tripping on shrooms i'm fucking high like <laughs> big time and so these game wardens drive up and i'm just trying to keep it cool i i know the guy could tell someone's up because this was a place that i tried to follow all the rules so i was pretty sure we we're allowed to be there but there's like no reason anyone should be there like yeah <laughs> like i know when they saw me stand on the bank their face was just shocked. They're like, what the fuck were they doing out here? But anyways, two of them on the boat. One of them hops out and starts talking to me. And, hey, what are you doing? Just fishing. 
said, yeah. He said, you came out there? Yeah. He said, it's all good. So he said, can I see your fishing license? I said, no. I said, I can go back to camp and get it. And told him it was about seven, probably take about seven minutes for me to get to camp and back. And he let me do it for some reason. <laughs> um, but I'm yeah. super glad he did not, like, follow me to camp. I'm thanking my keys for that. Yeah. No, I, that's definitely not, like, I don't know if that's the proper SOPs for a game warden to just let the person that you're interrogating on bank <laughs> yeah. to just disappear into the woods. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was, but... <laughs> And that was guess, that was day two after we'd been fishing for like six hours. We're disclosing. Yeah. yeah. And Squilliam was the, on the line so, at that point so in time. <laughs> oh, I was about to throw Squilliam back in. And I'm, for some reason, I feel like it's illegal to like use a frog as bait. I don't know why. But I was like hoping he didn't see Squilliam out there. <laughs> so that's because you thought about it. Squilliam in the eye for like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> My boy. But I mean, you I, fucking got it done. Yeah, I think the uh, the way the game one was looking at me, he had to know something was up, but I just wasn't being weird enough for him to like bring it up and confront it. But yeah, but there were weird vibes, but I made it. I made it out somehow. You came stomping back into camp. I know when you came coming back, you were like, "There's game wardens <laughs> down there." We were like, "Huh?" You're like, "I need to get my fishing license." Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Should we pack up? <laughs> Are we? Fine? Yeah, that was, uh, that, was <laughs> that was definitely a thank your Amiki moment. You were right about that. Like we were, uh, yeah. we were on the brink with that one. But I mean, just add that to the list of shit that worked out. Like, oh yeah, that storm that's... split one around us as well. <laughs> For real. <laughs> There's two fucks in a boat. They're probably drinking Bud Light and fucking driving around out there. Having a day. Messing with Huntos. <laughs> I think my favorite part was just the first night. Everything was settling. Uh, everybody had eaten dinner. And we were just cutting it up. There's nothing to do but sit. That's yeah. Nothing to do anyway. Yeah, that's like the... That's like half the fun of camping and like getting out you know, away from your life, I guess, basically, you know, getting out in the woods. Like, there literally is nothing else to do than just sit there and talk. And, like, like you can understand how people came up with music. Like, Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, what the fuck else are you supposed to do other than sit there and, like, beat on something and fucking hang out? Like, <laughs> I feel like I remember us clacking some sticks together or... Something whacking a bigger stick against the tree, like a little beat. Remember something hurt. like that going on? No, I had a moment. Um, I think it was the second day. It was that afternoon, and I think it was before we went out for that like last afternoon fish where we ended up catching everything. But I just started walking around, and I had one of those like spears that we had made. You know, just like a halfway sharpened fucking long stick. And I was just walking around out in the woods, and I was just randomly eating those briar sprouts. I was just finding them and plucking them while I was walking around. I just walked a perimeter around our camp, basically. And the entire time I was walking, I was just thinking about what I would do if I were to come up on a beaver. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, bro, don't let me catch a beaver out here. 
Because I will put my body in between it and the water and start yelling for my crew. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to fucking catch this beaver. Like, I was just so dead set for some reason. It was because we kept seeing, like, all, you know, the the pieces of wood that were chewed on by beavers and stuff. So, like, they're out there. But I don't know why when I was walking, I was just dead set that I was going to find a fucking beaver. I, at some point, I remember you talking about a beaver like it was like the prime op. Like if you catch a beaver, it's on site. I feel like I recall that. <laughs> I'd eat the fuck out of a beaver in the woods, bro. Easy, dude. We could be we could be sucking on some some sweet beaver tail. Oh, fuck the woods! You give me one right now, I'll tear it up live. Oh, dude, four boys sucking on a beaver at once. I <laughs> see that. God, damn. I think I've read that video title before. I'm not going to say where. <laughs> no, that, uh, that's definitely something I want to run back. Oh, yeah. Zayden, Zayden and I were actually talking about trying to go. There's a spot um, from around where we live. Uh, it's called Muscle Beach. And it's basically just a pretty nice like public creek that goes into Lake Uchi and it's really trashy as far as like it's a public creek <laughs> in the area we live so like there's always just like a million fucking just drunk natives and like drunk white trash dudes and honestly a lot of Mexicans and Hmong people now it's kind of wild it's a fucking mixing pot at, <laughs> at Muscle Beach bro <laughs> we were down there like yesterday actually and uh, we found a spot that we could kind of walk down to, and we were thinking about maybe trying to go and sneak camp over there because you're definitely not supposed to camp there. So if you're a game warden listening to this, we didn't do that. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, this is all alleged hearsay talk. A thought experiment, if you will. A simple yeah. thought exercise. But there's a couple of those wildlife management areas around Tulsa that I think would be fun to, to maybe run it back and, and try and do a... I don't know. I mean, no food was fun. And if it was... I mean, if it was, like, the same group of boys, like, if it was all us, like, I feel like I'd, I'd be willing to do it again. But if I were to go camping with, like, some different people, like, going with no food is just kind of dumb in a lot of ways. <laughs> That's what I, like I live for. Yeah, the thought was nice. The execution. Different no, it, matter. It all comes down to the execution. And it puts into fucking perspective like how uh, little anybody actually knows about getting their own food anymore. Because, like, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm not a good fucking fisherman whatsoever. Like, I have fished. Mm-hmm. I've caught fish. But if you were to just give me, like, a pole... And like a choice of like ten different lures, and you're like, pick the best lure to catch fish here. You'd be like, hmm, that one's green. I'm gonna try that one. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I like leaving out the food because it just makes it more of like a an impactful, real experience. I feel like so. I think the yeah. leaving the food behind adds something to the experience, but you have to do it in the proper places. Uh, you can't For just real. not bring food like anywhere. I like yeah. it. No, I, I would definitely do it again. Um, and I want to try to do it again before the summer's over. And now it's 
fucking hot as shit. Oh, oh yeah. So, so getting like a good camp spot, you know, next to like some good fresh water. Because um, if we were to do what we did, you know, we were getting cold at night. We definitely wouldn't be getting cold at night now, but we would have been like twice as dehydrated as we were. Oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. I went fishing today and I poured so much sweat off my body. It's crazy. And it wasn't even that hot today. I think it was like 92 when I was fishing. Yeah. Yeah, not even that hot. But that's just like comparatively <laughs> to the last week that we've had in Oklahoma. It's just been blistering yeah. fucking heat. 103. Uh, yeah, I think it got to like 104, 105 here uh, a couple of days ago when I was at work. And of course, having to fucking be outside the whole time. So that was, that was a fun day. That day sucked ass. Yeah, you probably lost some poundage that day. Maybe. Sticky day. I know I got home and I went to bed like within an hour of getting home. Immediately, yeah. I was so fucking tired. Didn't it's even shower. <laughs> right. Stanky. You're fucking stinking up the bed, bro. Oh, I'm washing my sheets right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> OG stink team. You should stay washed. Bro, I stink the fuck out of a bed. I'm not going to lie. I'm a sweaty boy. I'm like, a sweaty sleeper. As soon as my yeah. eyes close, I'm boring. I got to sleep. Like, I got to have a... I don't know. I like being... Like, I get cold easy. So I like bundling up and getting cozy, you know? But if I do that, then I wake up in cold fucking blankets because everything's wet. <laughs> so I got I to gotta use a light blanket and have a fan on and shit. Keep well ventilated. Also sleep naked. <laughs> Sometimes I, I keep waking up naked. I sleep in my underwear. And then I keep like getting out of bed in the morning, just hanging brain. Somehow in the right. night, I just completely take off my britches. Uh, Hannah? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you get abused. Not involved in <laughs> any way. Would prefer it didn't happen. Because <laughs> that's a sight in the morning. I've got that head. He's got that head. We're, we're all a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly like. I don't know why the fuck I was doing this the other day, but honestly, since my girlfriend has moved out, um, <laughs> I've just been walking around my house naked like quite a bit. And, oh yeah, and <laughs> I was like stretching the other day, and I was naked, and it was in the morning, and I like kind of laid flat on my back. And then, like, rolled my legs up over my head, you know, like, putting, like, my hips above my head. <laughs> Your little dangle, balls, balls hit zero G. And I was looking straight up at my gooch and balls. And it was the worst possible angle I've ever seen of myself. And I just Sounds thought, like, like to start joking. dude, it really would have. Because I'm sad to say, like, if I were to get full extension like that again, bro, I can't suck my own dick. Like, I'm going <laughs> to stretch that thing out a little bit. We've reached maximum bend. Now we need to add to the length. Start the jelking regimen. I need more cock. <laughs> God damn. I'm about to go beat up the doctor that did my circumcision, bro. I think you, <laughs> I think you fucked my shit up.
Took a little too much off the top. <laughs> Bastard. I think my head used to be at least 50% bigger. Oh, definitely. That's a whole other topic there. <laughs> that needs its own episode. But honestly, how, dick, like... how big my dick should have been by Taylor Morgan. <laughs> I could definitely write a fucking novel about that. Oh my god. You guys aren't hoodied up, right? No. Uh, no. I almost said I'm good Christian boys. <laughs> it's honestly kind of funny that uh that our friend Nick Witten ended up getting with a European girl. Because he is hoodied up. And yeah. You dropped his full government like, and his hoodie status. It's <laughs> <laughs> federal, bro. Hold on. I'm a fed. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Nick. He's doing it right. Bird up. <laughs> With some Czechos- Czechoslovakian lady. Nope. Is she, she, is she not? I thought she was. I think she's Norwegian. Norwegian. Norwegian? Yeah. Now that I think about what she looks like, that does make sense. Yeah. It kind of looks like a Viking lady, but yeah. not in a negative way, but just blonde hair. Yeah. I dude, love Czechoslovakia. Dude, a fucking... Getting a Viking baddie, though? That, that is a Huge flex. Because you know, like, you got a good chance that your kid is just going to be fucking Bjorn. Just be strong as fuck. You get those good northern genes. They've been fighting bears in winter their entire fucking life. Good for you. That kid's gonna be a giant grease ball. Get with the all the greasiness from Nick and the Viking from the Norwegian guy. That kid's gonna be a unit. Absolute unit. Dude, I saw that video of him riding that kayak down the stairs in the fraternity house the other day. Yeah. It fucking killed me. I forgot about that video. Kills me every time. Yeah, good times. It was the Home Alone-esque pushing it down the stairs that just really got me. (laughs) Just send him. No thought for the ending. It's all about the takeoff. He just rode it down and smoked a brick wall at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) That was another day that will live in my mind forever. That was a Plat- platform nine and three quarters stage shut for Nicholas <laughs> Witten. <laughs> definitely did. Yeah, I don't think I was there for that day. I think that was before my time. Was it? I think so. Like, I think that was maybe the fall before I came because I came in the spring. Dude, we lived there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we were living there. So sophomore year. It must have been the fall before you came up. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's got to be it. That's the only time no teamwork. Yeah. There. there was a there's an alternate reality where I did rush that, that fall. It would have been with Seabone and fucking J-Mo and all those guys. But you got the true experience. You got a unique <laughs> rush experience. <laughs> Hanging out with my 26-year-old fudge brother. <laughs> Taylor made for you by the Marines. <laughs> that was a fucking that that honestly was a fucking wild experience. Hanging out with Alex Quantz. What a guy. 
treat. <laughs> I think one of my most memorable days in that fraternity was honestly that that day that uh, my my homie Jess had brought me some drugs and <laughs> I uh, it was acid and I took <laughs> took a tab of that acid and then me and you Kyle were were driving around on those lawn scooters <laughs> like out in the <laughs> out in the neighborhoods of Norman. We're tearing it up. <laughs> we were fucking hitting sick ramps off the broken ass fucking Yeah, the pavers sidewalks. were raised. Some of them were as high as five inches. I'm not joking. It was We it was were crazy. Air, bro. And then I broke that fucking live scooter. <laughs> you were in front of me, and I was just going along at a good clip. And we hadn't hit this jump yet, but we'd hit three or four before. So I was like, he's got this one. And the moment your front wheel touches the ground, the handlebars went right, and you went left. And I just, I knew it was over. I thought we lost you. <laughs> the way I landed, like whenever I hit that, like I just landed like on my shoulder and just kind of rolled out. But like I could have landed in the street or on like this big, like broken kind of rocky driveway. And I ended up landing in some grass that was like in between the two. The itty bitty strip between the sidewalk. And the yeah. Road. Yeah. So like I was able to, to not fuck myself up, but then stood up and the handlebars were completely snapped on the fucking lime scooter. Like they were facing the opposite direction they were supposed to. And then you just took a picture of mine and said it was fine on the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just ended my ride and took a picture of Kyle's. And was like, Here you go. <laughs> and then rode bitch back to the Amaki. <laughs> that was a good time, bro. In the, in the lime scooter era of college. Oh yeah. Like they just started appearing everywhere. You could put five dollars down and you get like fucking five miles of, of riding, and that's a lot of riding when you're just doing donuts in the parking lot and shit. <laughs> Nick Bob brought a personal one a little later and uh he'd just leave it in the library. And I just rode that thing everywhere. I remember seeing boys jump that off the stairs. Oh yeah. <laughs> it it could do a three stair pretty easy. It had enough giddy up. <laughs> Yeah, I wish uh wish I could have stuck around a little longer in the fraternity. That was definitely good times, but it was my time to go. Yeah. You snuck away like a thief yeah. in the night. <laughs> Turns <laughs> out you gotta go to class to, to stay in university. <laughs> Turns out you can't just smoke lasagna bowls all day. <laughs> no lie, bro. Key dabs to the dome at six AM. That is another That's another one of the fucking highlight moments of my fraternal experience was Taking our our mole final, <laughs> <laughs> me and Hunter were just sitting in there crafting the most vile fucking tobacco and weed bowls possible. I think you and I like had a very significant, large influence on each other dropping out. I think, may it not been for one another, we may have made it. <laughs> Honestly, because <laughs> we fair, because we would just reef it so hard for real. I got really good at Smash Bros, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I got extremely good at Smash Bros. Or at least, like, going from not playing Smash Bros at all whenever I first moved into the fraternity, like, you know, I'd played it, like, a couple times, but then going through the gauntlet of fucking smoking moles and playing Smash Bros for, like, three or four hours every day. Baptism by fire. For real threw me right into that fire. That was good times, though. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it. 
I'd run it back. I wish I could have had you two the whole time. Yeah. yeah. The way of the blade, man. The way of the blade. She cuts both ways. <laughs> Fickle mistress, the blade. God. Well, shit, boys. We've done a little over an hour here. Feel like it's a, it's a good that's a good amount for a podcast, you know. Oh yeah, we could I'm probably saying. do another hour, but I don't know what you all got going on. But I fucking do an work update. Morning, the uncut version. Yeah, that's for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for the Patreon. We really enjoy it when our listeners just just yeah. follow through content. I do need to five dollars. I do need to run a Patreon at some point, but I don't know what I'd have on it. Uh, personalized cockpits, <laughs> joking instruction. Joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with me, Morg. What was I like looking up earlier? Ride. The Peloton ride to the beat. All right, guys, you really need to be out of your saddle right now. I want that okay ring tight around the base of your cock. Now, stroke up. <laughs> and pull. All right, guys, three and to five pull. seconds. Three to five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget. <laughs> All right, great ride. Everyone, get your coconut oil. Recovery is very important. <laughs> be sure to get that skin nice and soft. Get your yeah, fascia roller marks, and roll it out. marks on your cock. <laughs> Too much gel. Well, I'm glad, you, glad, you, uh, glad you let us talk about the trip, Timor. It was a blast, and this was fun, too. Yeah, no, it was a good time. I definitely need to have you guys come back on. Oh yeah, we need to get another camping trip going. Yeah, we need we need to do an in, person, an in person recording, maybe yeah. a camping trip recording, analog. Dude, that would actually be not that hard to do because I have my Our laptop. Record it off the solar panels in the middle of the woods. I would totally be down. That would actually be vibey as fuck, dude. Do a podcast in the woods. Yeah. It's oh, hard. Pencil it in, boys. Let's find the date. For real. No, but we do need to just find a weekend when we're all free again and at least hang out. Like we need to we need to come up to the big city and see Mr. Kyle. Yeah. I'm down. Just gotta find a time that works. You're and that has been this episode of Good After Morning. Tune in next time for the boys from Monkey Island. What you know about them boys from Monkey Island? <laughs> Find out next time. <laughs> you gotta stay tuned for that one. But I think that's... <laughs> Sponsored yeah. by Hypernut Cum Supplement. Dude, I might have to start running that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sponsored by Hypernut. Because <laughs> I, because I'm, I've already had the the beats by Dr. Dre contract for a while, so like I feel like I need a new sponsor. <laughs> yeah, still living on that one. <laughs> now Dre's done me right. Can we get one shout out to the beats by Dr. Dre Super Zoot Want Lev? Yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> It's always live here in the Beats by Dr. Dre Super Zoot Blunt Lab and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre Volume 4. And brought to you by Hypernut. <laughs> now sponsored by Hypernut. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
There's fucking fireworks going off outside, bro. But I'm oh, in the hood. I, I don't know if them's gunshots or fireworks, blood. <laughs> Forgot it was that time. For real. I heard it a little bit ago. That's when I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I heard one earlier, and I think I was thinking, I think somebody just took a, a dust pop outside. <laughs> dust pop outside. <laughs> but, okay, now it makes sense. Yeah, they're letting freedom ring out there, so maybe I might have to step out and go check in on that. Bro, tonight's the one night you can sit out your door and just let a few dust pops out. And we'll get I the might, honestly. I got my let little twenty two pistol in here, bro. I might, <laughs> I might have to pop one off. Like America, man. Like this. Have you seen the videos of my guys? Like, Draco's just shooting, like, drum mags in the sky on 4th of July. Oh, I've seen that. I want that to be me so fucking bad. <laughs> God, I need a Draco. <laughs> All right, boys, I think we'll call it here. It's uh, It's been real. It's been real fun. And be sure to tune in next week for some more Good After Morning. And uh, maybe we'll have another guest on. Who knows? Probably not, though. It's probably just going to be me. <laughs> All right, thank you, Taylor. You're... We'll see you, gents. Later. Later.